And we are live. Welcome back to On the King's Dime. It's Monday night after a, uh, a very good bounce back win on the weekend against Adelaide in Adelaide 2, I'm calling it. Uh, mm. After we lost that first game last weekend, there was a, a bit of a somber episode, a little bit of a uh, realization that this team may not be reaching the expectations that we thought it might reach. But the boys bounced back and got that win in Adelaide. We're here to discuss that and uh, a lot more. As always, you can like and subscribe. We're on Facebook. We are also on YouTube. If you head over to YouTube, I'll be doing a video on the uh, the, the game analysis, both games, to see how we bounce back. Just make sure you keep an eye out for that. Uh, we are on uh, Apple Podcasts as well in audio form. If you want to listen to this in audio form, we are on Apple Podcasts. And we aren't on Podcast Addict. We're on Google Google Store or something or Google Podcasts. I don't use Android, so I have no idea how it works. So I'll have to Spotify. get you to um, on Spotify. And I th- it's, it says we're supposed to be on Spotify, but I don't think, I think I might have to go in and make like an account. So I'll do that. And uh, we'll start spruiking that too. Cause if you want to listen on Spotify, then uh, you can also do that. So make sure you like and subscribe on Facebook as well. We're, we're trying to put out a little bit more contact, get, in, get in a little bit more fan interactions. Thanks to everyone out there who has been participating in the fan. Three, two, one, getting a lot of more votes flowing in now. Hopefully we get a few more through the end of the season. We'll get a bit more of an accurate picture on who the fans think is the best player in our team. Uh, so far, spoiler alert, DJ's getting a lot of votes and Jerome Martin's getting a lot of votes and both of those two guys have been playing really well. Uh, so first things first, you need to just put your screen down a little bit. You're like at the bottom. Toasty. Um, first things first, sh- shall we just quickly go back to the game pr- prior and that loss and just sort of reflect on the the way we felt after that game was a little bit like oh man I'm really worried about this team. It was it was a bit of a worrisome experience, just looking at that going you know they they really can't score in stretches like this is not good. Um, Jerome's Martin's probably not a centre he's probably a power forward. Um, Adam Ford must have been watching because he did start. Drill Martin power for this game. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they went with Hunter uh, and Martin, which was an interesting wrinkle. I got some uh, info coming on that. Yeah, that, that, was a, that wasn't a bad wrinkle, but it was just a bit of a realization, wow, we've, we've, we're kind of injured and it's really showing. Hmm. And we may not be able to keep up with the best teams in the league. So we may be uh, maybe a bit in for a bit of a tough year. Um, but, but. Boys pulled it out. Boys did. It was a uh, it was a ninety four seventy five win, so like a bit of a blowout in the end. There was there was some garbage time in that. There was a lot of garbage time. There was actually more garbage time than I've seen in a very long time in the NBL. It was uh, it was not a close game at all, um, and that third quarter just really cemented it and um, bring in the ring ins mm. Q four. But um, they didn't have Donald Sloan, and he just kind of went, "I'm out of here." Just, just yeah, do we know anything about that? Any any other uh, insider information? No. Shooing opportunities overseas, so it must okay. have been written mm. into his contract. If you got a bigger offer, then he was out. Get out of there. So they have Josh Giddy, so there was there's a lot of like posts flying around on the NBL. Yeah, they were, you know playing Giddy, and instead of him, you know what are you going to do? You're going to leave. Um, I thought that was interesting too because it kind of gave Adelaide like one less playmaker. They relied a little bit more on Madronia and McVeigh. And I thought we saw like a little bit of, ooh, you don't have a little bit of Chubb in there to, to kind of negate the likes of Newley and Martin as well. Got free a few times, which was good to see. Yeah, they, um, 
they've really frustrated them on the offense this game. It looks like it was a bit more free-flowing. Um, Jarrell Martin looked a lot better. They weren't just going into Humpho and DJ. I think that was the the interesting thing, you know. Jarrell Martin was going around the 18-foot mark, you know, getting some getting some shots, pulling them out of the paint. That first game, we just went at the basket. Too so much. much. We did a little bit a little bit in quarter one, and then Andrew Gay is like, I really liked them going at the basket. I was just like, Humpho had four blocks in the first, like, seven minutes of this game. And they went, all right, let's stop that. Let's get outside, shoot some threes, get some long twos, get them moving, open up the lanes. Um, he he was credited with four blocks, but two of those were just blatantly fouls. Yeah, they were. But, I've, um, I've reviewed the footage, and I can tell you that two of those were fouls. And it, it actually, we'll talk about Humpho just real quick. It actually, like, I went and had a look at some of the game, like the previous games footage, and I'm just like, that would have been like a 12 and fouled out performance if the refs called a few of those fouls. Um, which, which, you know, we didn't, we don't give it um, enough. Sort of like, like the power we have inside isn't necessarily like overpowering bigs. Like it's more Jarrell sort of, you know, crafty finish, you know, who get drop step, a little hook, Jordan Hunter's inside games. It's, it's ratchety. It's a little raspy and a little raw around the edges. But in this game, like we, we were, were looking to get to the basket, but is there another option? Okay. Well, like a dump off, like a kick out. Um, we got, uh, Jarrell Martin sort of shooting a few more threes, which is good. He had three of six from three. He hadn't really been shooting the three that well. And it was just like it was a, like a better buffet of offense than, you know, driving to the paint just straight into two bigs and then expecting us to, you know, score in bunches, which didn't really happen. No, it was definitely a lot better outside shooting this game, which co- coupled with good defense, I think you have to really give credit to, to what they did. Uh, inside the paint, not letting Humpho operate too freely, making DJ take kind of that 20-foot shot um, and not mm. really getting inside. So that was that was very good to see. But um, And DJ can hit him. Like, I think they, they really rinsed us in that game one where they could go inside to Humpho and then kick it back out and DJ would just come all the way back out and they'd swing it around to him and he could hit that three, you know, from the 11 o'clock spot on the left-hand side. Um, and they couldn't really get that going because a lot of what Humpho was doing inside, we were kind of negating with the two chub bigs, which was really mm. good to see. Um, Hunter played some really good minutes. He only had four points, but ended up with 11 boards. We rebounded the board a lot better in this game. He had two blocks as well. One of them was you know, a, bit, a bit sus, but that's all right. We'll, we'll take that. <laughs> Um, Jarrell, we'll talk just quickly about Jarrell. I think he, his impact would be a lot better if we had a proper big, like one of the better bigs in the league. Like if we had a DJ in yeah. this team, um, like a Cam Oliver or someone, like I think he would operate so much better um, just as a guy who you just go tossing in and just score. Like you don't need to block shots. You don't need to be a, um, well, a chase down offense guy, type of, a chase down on defense type of guy. Well, that's the thing, right, is that if you had an elite big that was a scoring weapon of some kind it would take a lot of the emphasis away from you know putting a five on Jarrell martin to to kind of overpower him you know he'd be playing against guys a bit smaller most of the time and probably you know less of that rim experience but um yeah it, it kind of if 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 hunter was more of an offensive weapon i'd say it would give Jarrell martin even more scoring opportunities mm. the other thing is, as well man you just got to get out of his way if he's playing on on you know the left side block you've you got to give him space to to spin and and to operate and i think in the first game they weren't really doing that they were just crowding the lanes and mm. you know two guys would go up and it wasn't really working so you gotta let him swing around and potentially throw a little hook or a push shot 
um, and kind of get out of his way if he's on the one-on-one ISO, but much better in this game at doing that. And then that also, you know, gets DJ, you know, running off ball a lot better. It gets Casper running off ball a lot better. Uh, we didn't see that game one. We saw a lot of standing around and kind of bunches. Mm. Um, and and a, a little bit too much of sort of Craig Moller mulling around down low. <laughs> that kind of cramped the spacing. Like not not trying to rag on him, but he actually started off the bench in this game and I think it actually get, like it opened us up a little bit more. Yes. With the yeah. kind of three guard action as well as the two guys down low sort of chubbing it up with size as opposed to um, like having to score the ball. Like I, in, in a way, Hunter, you know, he's a little bit raw. He's rough around the edges, but at the same time, he doesn't always look to to score the ball, which kind of like that's a plus. Like at, at least yes. he's not a guy, an irrational sort of guy who just goes, you know what, I'm putting up a hook shot. You know, I'm going to dream shake and then I'm going back to my right hand type of thing like we saw in Brisbane and again in game one. It kind of works and I like it, but there were still a few uh, a few moments where, you know, he ran up ran up court while the ball was still live and he was like, dude, can you not do that, please? Just back down low. Like what are you doing? Um, so I think we just got to take that this season, you know, take those kinds of kinds of knocks. He tries hard. It's, it was good to see he had a good bounce back game, plus twenty three on the night, which was good. Eleven yeah, boards. Uh, let's talk, Shawnee Bruce. Two points, zero of two, not taking shots, for seven assists. Yeah, that's an issue when you've got Moller, Hunter, and him on the floor because you've really only got two scoring options, and I think that's where we've got to get better lineups to match Sean, like, you know, get DJ on the floor with Brucey, get Drill Martin on the floor with Brucey, because he can get them open mm. and get them into spots where it's, you know, it's easy, it's easy money. Him and Casper doesn't work on the floor at the same time at all. Like, yeah, it's, it's, just... it's, yeah, rough, man. It is rough. Like the, th- the three guard type action where it was Bruce, DJ and where kind of works. Um, but, Bruce is kind of like, and he'll dime guys up, but it's not like an NBA game where you can have like 15, 16 dimes and mm. like it doesn't work like that. And he, he's a, if he's open and he'll, sh- he can shoot the ball and he'll shoot the ball. But he's also a, oh, I'm all right. I don't have to shoot it type of guy too, which, which I don't think it does. I don't think it really fits with DJ and where. And then again, like we said last week, you look at this licorice all sorts off the bench and it's like, <laughs> who am I gluing together? Like, you know, some, some pallets that would be floating in the river and some sink air, you know. How, how good is this for Donovich? He is no fear, just a wake up threes. Yeah, it was Fantastic. great. I love it. And he, he brings the ball up in off, on offense so much, man. And actually, like, he, he can actually see a pass, which is I saw that a couple of times looking at the footage. Like, he brings it up and he can see a pass. And I think, like, as the season progresses, it's going to help Newley a little bit because he dimed Newley up uh, for a three, which was, was pretty good. He ran baseline came out and shot a three which was good um yeah no fear it's good he, he doesn't quite have the size doesn't quite have no. it like he's kind of a small forward playing as a forward type of thing or a center almost yeah, yeah it's, it's he's kind of yeah in that in-between range but he's got a smooth smooth shot like it mm. doesn't it's not horrible to watch and it's quick and maybe maybe there's a there's a hot streak in there where just you know he gets dined up and shoots Five or six in the night. I I feel that there's some sort of weird hot streak coming from it. Yeah, it's it's always it just makes things happen, man. Just just clicks. I'll, I'll be interested to see later in the season when we've got all the guys back how much he features. Like whether he whether he just goes back to like you know six and six a night type guy, you know DP type minutes. Um, but I think yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's all right. I like the I like the no fear. Maybe you know if he was shooting you know one of eight or something like that every night, yeah, you'd be like, not. man, he kind what? of takes two. He gets yeah. one and maybe airballs and he puts it in, back in the court. And he you know tries hard. That's yeah. all you. 
that's all you need. Get hot, get get it in, and yeah, you wouldn't want to take him five or six shots on a night, but you know. <laughs> yeah, three's enough. Three's enough, Tommy. <laughs> um, so DJ again had another pretty good night, I thought, and wasn't the uh, spectacular night he had the other nights, kind of carrying us. This was a little bit more measured. Uh, he brought out a couple of set jumpers too which i thought was really good there was a he, he was went to running the, floating yeah that that jump. dirk style like off of off of his wrong foot i think the first one in the first game was almost identical i'll probably put it in the video but it was almost identical i'm sure it was off the wrong foot yeah you know and that is like it went down i was like wow sweet it was over dj the first one uh the second one i'm not sure i can't remember who it was over but he had one that was identical um and he's hitting those wing spot ups too like catch and shoot type scenarios which if he can do that, that's going to be a huge, huge weapon. And he's showing he can handle, which is really good. He had five yeah. assists as well. And that's going to be massive, I think. If he can develop as a young guy with no fear and fit what the offense is doing, like it's going to be a massive, massive plus for us down the end of the season. Yeah. You know, he, he's, he's, he's on the cusp of being NBA potential. I think he's no fear enough, has good enough handles. And can score in a variety. Like, there's no one in the league that can really get to the hoop as well, like quickly. Is decent around the hoop, can shoot in the mid range, and then just fang threes out of nowhere. Mm. There's really no other player that could, maybe Chris Golding, maybe Chris Golding, maybe he's a, but he's quicker as well. And he's he's so nuggety. Yeah, <laughs> he's so he's neck too. Like neck's too wide, maybe. Nah, he's got, he's got a big neck. He's just such a nuggety little dude, man. It's it's good, and he, he likes to fight down low, which is good as well, and he's strong. I think that floater game should come out a little bit more down the, the stretch of this season. Yeah. I think he should start working on it now if, you know, towards the end of the season when we've got these scenarios where we, we can't shoot our way out of trouble from the three-point line, he can go inside and get these elbow jumpers and this array of floaters and these little Dirk sort of step-back jumpers I think like you're already seeing like oh that could be that could be a decent way to yeah. score the ball. Oh, look, I think that um, a good lineup a lineup that I'm looking forward to is Casper, DJ, and Didi, followed by uh, Martin and Hunter. I think that is a weapon lineup that you can you know defend well and get to the depth, get through the depths of the game um, with a, a variety of options to go to, um, which will be good to see. So I think that just you know that injury kind of just breaks that piece a little with um, having to push DJ out to small forward or having Moller as like an oversized small forward that can crash boards but can't really score. Yeah. He's he's a strange player, man. And he actually offensively gave us a little boost, um, five or six from the free throw line. He got to the line a couple of times, which were really good. Um, he, he was actually sort of isolating McVeigh a little bit and getting to the hoop, which was good. Um, McVeigh hit two threes in this game and then gave it like the shake of the head like you can't guard me and then the next trip he ran baseline nearly came out of nowhere and just blocked his shot and was just like well you know I guess he can stop you then like <laughs> it was, and it was a solid block as well um, it was good to see like we didn't let him get going he can shoot the ball He's, he showed in that last game and in some of the other games that he can shoot the ball he can get hot um, Madronia can shoot the ball as well he only had one of three on the night but he can kind of score the ball and get to the, the foul line as well uh, Pinder I don't know about that hair like very uh, very Ezekiel from uh, Walking Dead Yeah, I was just like where's your tiger bro like what's going on like with that hair um, bit sus but I, I think he he can score the ball better like he, he looks like a guy that you know, doesn't know any of his teammates. 
Like the guy that just rocks yeah. up at the rec center and you're just like, oh, I don't want to be too, like grab the ball and score. Like I'll just, you know, sit in the spots and yeah, kind of a little bit of a third wheel on that team. Yeah. And it's interesting as well because we can talk about Giddy a bit. Giddy is like a, a, a discount Ben Simmons. He can't shoot. Can't really score inside as well. That's kind of it's a bit of a worry. Bit of a worry, especially when you're lacking when shots aren't dropping from your your big guys like Humpho and DJ and McVeigh. Mm. Um, you know he's he's got to be able to score. But no, look, you know I'm sure Adelaide will bounce back. I still rate them as a team. I think losing Donald Sloan does hurt because Donald Sloan was a kind of 14 to 20 a night guy, mm. and that's you know a wrinkle in the offense they're going to miss. Maybe they'll pick up someone. Fairly soon. Jonah. Obligatory oh, every every time. Every time there's a spot to fill Jonah. We're going to need a guard. Yeah, I think Giddy actually looks looks really good. He, he was trying to get Humphreys going. Like you could see in that game, he yeah. was trying to get something going. He just couldn't get anything to go. Um, and he looks like a guy who will happily help his teammates get going before he just takes the ball and scores. Like, I don't think he's just a natural, I'm going to score this ball type no, of player. Not. It's a real contrast in DJ and Giddy's kind of, at, not not attitude, but just kind of the way they play the game. Like, you can tell DJ's got no fear. He'll just, I don't care if I, I score it. You block me, I don't care. I'll just shoot it again. Who cares? Um, whereas Giddy, I thought, kind of couldn't get Humphreys going. He struggled a little bit in that second and third quarter, and you were just a little bit like, like what's he doing? Um, I think he had a couple of layups. Uh, one he missed. I'm pretty sure it was Newley or someone came over and like you know really, um, really kind of contested his shot. It threw him a little bit, and he was like, yeah. oh, "I won't go to the hole." I think he, he had two dribbles where he dribbled in and then dribbled back out, and it was just like, "I don't want." He doesn't want this. Like, what the hell? No. no. Which you know, I'll have to clean that up. Um, just on Newley, solid. Another solid night. Solid. Didn't have any foul trouble. Uh, nine points. Just shooting the three ball, man, so well. It's crazy. It's just, yeah, it's that um it's like that corner and probably around about out to the nine o'clock. He just that's his spot. Can we can we get to the crescendo of the night, which was Casper Ware's performance? Yes. Wow. Wow. S- sus- uh, nah, sustainable. I, if he plays so. like this, I think it's sustainable. Yes. Just monstrous. Mm. Just a great. That was the best best night of basketball he's had in the Sydney Kings uniform. I think so. I think that's his best performance, even through last year. Um, well, there was, there was that Melbourne game he had thirty. I'm pretty sure he had thirty. Where yeah, he just, but I think just this up. game. Yeah, this, this game, game was, just... was. It had everything. Like it was. It was everything. It was almost like that other performance against the Taipans, where you're just like, wow, that was a mature performance. You know, you didn't just try and shoot your way out of trouble. You hit one. You had one sort of chalky bank shot off the glass that went in. And you were like, okay, it must be your night. And he was just getting shots in the flow of the offense. And he was looking for guys to, you know, dime them up. Um, I heard Ford say in the timeout, you know, we're going to go to that wave. And that's basically as someone comes up high and the big comes up and shoots. And it was Jarrell was shooting from that 11 o'clock spot on the other wing. And he was... It was like it was Casper's shot, but the gravity of, you know, oh, that's Casper's shot, quick, get to him and guard him, was getting guys open, which was good. Yeah. And I think he'll, he'll learn through the season that he's, he, when he's shooting the ball, he'll start to get that gravity back because I think that's what he lost. Everyone's kind of like, yeah, shoot it, man. Like you, you're shooting one of eight, you know. You're having these games of like two and two and eight, two and nine. Sweet, keep shooting it. We want you to shoot it. Whereas I think he's starting to get that gravity. Like in this performance, he started to get the gravity back and it was getting other guys open, which was really good. 
um, eight of 16, six of 10 from three. Um, good in rhythm threes too. It wasn't just, he wasn't just chucking them up. No, he was open for a lot of them, which mm. was even better. Newly had one awesome where he was, he kind of just ran out off a rub screen on the, on the left side, on the weak side. Newly just like fired it at him and he just straight up and just shot it. It was like really nice form too. And just like, okay, this is, you know, this is, this is a good night for Couldn't him. Could be back. Could be back. Yeah, which is good. I, I think it's, it's it's sustainable if he doesn't try and shoot his way out of trouble. Like, it feels like he's acknowledged that. Okay, I'm not shooting the ball well. I'll I'll use the rhythm of the game to get me better looks. And if I don't knock those down, I'll try and do other things and help the team in other ways. Yeah. Um, whereas you know, felt a little bit anxious him shooting the ball recently, and when it wasn't going down, I was just like, oh, I've got to. I'll, I'll knock one in eventually, boys. Um, he, he was sort of saying in the, I think it was a halftime or was a full-time little interview that he did. He was saying, I, was, I think it was full-time. He was trying to keep his, his level up as high as he could just to keep the team's level up. And hearing that, I was like, okay, that's, that's something like a captain would say. And I, I was yeah. sort of thinking at the start of the season, I don't know if he's captain material, but these two performances, the Taipans and the Adelaide game, I've seen, wow, that's some, some actual maturity that's translated into making your game better and making the team better. So I'm pretty, I was pretty chuffed for that performance. It was very, very good and well-deserved of the four points that I am going to give him. Four points? Four, three points. Three the points. Four I was points. like, three and one? Nice. And one, and one. And one. Um, and speaking of, man, can he get a foul? Like, can he get fouls? No, he got crunched twice again in that game. I'm just like, I don't understand, man. I'm watching these other games like, you know, Cotton, even Machado. Oh, Machado is kind of not really getting these calls as well. But it's those ones where like you go up, you got the step on the player and the guy comes at you from behind and kind of hits you in the shoulder. And yeah, all right, you, you kind of go back into the guy to lay it in. But he just does not get those, man. I don't know why. Like they're, they're mostly fouls every time. And he just doesn't get yeah. them. It's just brutal. Um, rubbing, is do we anything else to discuss? Um, Kernich Drew came out. He has arms, he legs, and a, a beating heart, presumably, and some lungs and legs. <laughs> His legs propel him, and he does stuff on the court. I don't know, you know. He's didn't he play for Cairns last year or the year before? Yeah, I think. Yeah, can I think he came from Cairns, but it's just like our body. Okay, sure. Yeah, it's just like oh, you, you you're looking for some work, buddy. We got four weeks worth of work for you. Come yeah, yeah, us. bring it, fruit pickers. <laughs> Fruit Pickers Girls Association. Get in from uh, GrowCon, mate. Um, but, yeah, I just was a bit like well, those minutes, you know, the same as Galloway gave us or um, Woodhill. It's like same thing. Yeah. Although I was kind of expecting Vidanovic to be the same way. Like, yeah. But you can see Vidanovic is like, okay, that's kind of a next level up. Yeah, it's definitely better quality. Um, he looks thin too. He's kind of got that stick guard type body. Wispy, yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how he goes. Uh, three to one MVP. We'll move on to. So nothing else from the game. Uh, I'm just going to have a quick look at the summary of stats. Uh, DJ twenty one. Uh, we shot the three at forty one percent. If we're going to be shooting forty one percent, we're going to be tough to beat. Uh, seven assists for Sean Bruce, which is pretty sweet. How good was that dime that he dimed up Caspar like diving out of bounds, tossed yeah, it pretty was- much all the way over to the other side of the court? That was nuts. Absolutely crazy. Um, all right, three, two, one, MVP. I had Ware for my three, obviously. Yes. Ware for you. Yes. Your two. Martin. 
Martin. Such a bang up dude. Yeah, how good are his interviews? Yeah, you know, yeah. just playing playing hard. Coaches, there's a great group of guys. And you're just like, what a top bloke. Great teammate. <laughs> and uh, one DJ. DJ, yes. I had DJ as well. Um, so, yeah, rounding that out. Thanks, everyone, too, for the fan MVP, getting in on those 3 to one fan MVPs. We're getting a good tally going. So, shout out. Don't be shy. Get in there and make sure you get in 3 to one I'll post them after every game. So, doesn't matter which post you post it on i post it and then you post your three to one and i like it so i make sure i've written it in um tips tip jeez bad week game a struggler going the types Oops. are 33 seconds away from claiming victory i'm gonna go to in an update that the type ends have the win uh after the game one where the breakers just beat them and it was just like are you kidding yeah, like what the hell it's crazy, crazy week. Um, so I'll put that put that ladder out this week. Uh, round five, starting with Illawarra at home to United. My goodness, I had United, to put that I like. Can't, I can't go past United. Illawarra's yeah, they've got a couple of injuries. Ooh, ooh. Goulding's injured and Shea Ely's injured. Ooh, interesting. <laughs> but they got it done against Perth without those two. Yeah, no, Goulding played against Perth. I think you got injured in that game. You got injured in that game. Yeah, Jack White. Mm. I think. They looked go, they I'll, looked rough though in that third and fourth. I'll go, I'll like Yudai Barber went off. Sorry, I'm just like talking about. I'm going Hawks. I'm Hawks. going Hawks. All right, man. All right, man. I, I'm I'm going blind here. Usually I've got my tips lined up. Um I'm gonna go United. I think they'll beat the Hawks. They kinda got a better array of bigs. Uh Phoenix at home to Perth. Phoenix. Phoenix. Wow, Perth's like off the Perth. You're saying Perth one and three to start the season. Mm. Wow, I'm going Perth. They'll bounce back. Jesse Wagstaff will probably lay the ball in off an inbound instead of losing the game like a muppet. <laughs> uh, the Kings are at home for the first time this season to the Breakers. Yep, Kings. Kings. I will also go Kings. I should just put Kings for every time we enter in the Kings because I'm never going to tip against them. Although I did last last time and they freaking won. Uh, United at home to the Taipans. I think the Taipans are on a run, man. I'm going to go Taipans. Taipans. It's. I'm going to ride this United train for a little bit longer. Because <laughs> did you hear Landau was like, yeah, I think we've got the team to go um, undefeated through the entire season. And now every interview, they always ask him about it. When are you going to lose, mate? When are you going to lose, eh? You're going to lose, are you? No? Yeah, Golding's a big loss, man. Depends how long he's out for. And Shea Lee's just such a grub that he's a big loss as well. Mm. I mean, Mitch McCarron can take that team, but I think it's going to be hard. Uh, the Bullets are at home to Adelaide. I'm going to go Adelaide bounce back. Yeah. I think I will also go Adelaide. Oh, no. Biggs. Hodgson. Hodge and Humphrey, it's a good matchup. Yeah, it is too. And then you got DJ on the greatest disappointment in Froling. Ooh. Froling, like a, a breakout Froling game because it's against Adelaide? Yeah. Nah. No, that, that dude's fallen off a cliff. All right, I'm going Adelaide. Uh, Kings are then at home again to the Hawks. Tough. I'm going to go Kings. Yeah, I'm going Kings Just also. Because it's at home. Yeah, I think we're going to have a nice little, uh, nice little win against the Breakers, a little confidence booster, and then get a get a win against the Hawks after they lose to the uh, Melbourne United. Uh, Phoenix again at home to Perth. Phoenix. Phoenix. Wow, you're on that. You had that one loaded up. 
Yep. Oh, no, I've just lost it. Yeah, there we go. Phoenix and oof, I'm going to have to like rack up some points on you, so I'm just going to have to tip opposite. Uh, 36 is at home to the Bullets. This is a big weekend. To um, finish. A rematch. 36 is, 36 is I'm just going to double check that I didn't stuff that up. That feels like I stuffed that up. Feels like a long round. Feels like I've just entered games in twice. Ah, oh, no, I haven't. So Brisbane playing Adelaide, then Sydney playing Hawks at home, then Phoenix, Perth, Adelaide, Brisbane. Okay, yeah, it works. So yeah, thirty six is at home now to the Bullets. Take it, yeah, take it back. Thirty sixes. The thirty sixers. Hopefully they sign a new guard this week, and he's here. Thirty sixers. I think that's a safe. Safe, uh, safe bet. Shit. Um, so yeah, don't forget there's a couple of uh postponed rounds also. Uh, Perth Breakers and a Taipan's Bullets. Uh, sorry, two Perth Breakers and a Taipan's Bullets. We'll definitely slip them in somewhere and make sure we get ahead of the NBL. I feel like the NBL is just going to start throwing games at us randomly, like they did this Taipan's Bullets game. Uh, sorry, this Taipan's Breakers game where they were just like, whoop, two days out, here's a game. It was like, whoa, whoa, okay, no worries, sure. So yeah, they when did, uh, they start. They the cup soon? This is, yeah, the cup thing starts around six, mm. which isn't really a cup. It's just a whole bunch of games played at the same stadium over like a week or two. <laughs> yeah. It's just bizarre. I don't get it. Anyway, that, that goes to, Jesus, that goes from round six to round nine. Yeah. It's all being played just, in Melbourne. That's just weird. I'm not that's on that just, train, man. No, not at all. That's just. I was, I was happy to, when I, again, I'll reiterate, I was happy to hear. A cup, sweet. Let's get like Euro ball styles going. And then it was just like, no, it's part of the regular season. What? That doesn't make sense. What are we doing So here? how many rounds have they limited this season to? Don't know. I feel like um, it's, it's that, that meme. You know, the meme of the chick with all the chalk, chalk drawings? Like, yeah. <laughs> or it's the other guy like on the wall, like going. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not. I'm just taking it game by game, taking it day by day. You know, working hard during the week and then doing it on match day. All right, little little uh, breakers talk. Little yep. Kings versus Breakers preview. What are you feeling? I'm feeling that the Kings bigs um, are just going to absolutely hammer the Breakers. Lamar Patterson is in career worst form. And he's, <laughs> he's, not he's looking. It's Jimbo Slice, man. <laughs> it's really. He's looking like Harden at the end there. It's crazy. Yeah, I just. That's a worry. Like, I like him though. Like, I think he's a good player, but he always felt like a guy that if you just got under his skin, it's just like, well, that ends his night type of thing. He just felt like a guy that just wanted to score twenty points a night and then you know say, "Yep, I'm done." Yeah. Defense is exiting the building. Yeah. Clock the clock the thing and then yep, sweet. Well, I scored the ball, boys. So what more do you want? You know, a couple of stops. Come on, boys. That's a bit too much to ask. Yeah, um, so I'm just looking at their game tonight, Ty Webster. The Webster, you know, the Websters can be dangerous. They can get hot. And, you know, Webster ca- up against Casper might be a little little, uh, little tough matchup. Um, Delaney, Abercrombie. Delaney I like, but I like him more when, you know, he's grafting and just playing hard and, you know, yeah. does things that make you go, oh, yeah, Finn Delaney plays hard, you know. Yeah. I think he, he kind of started the season quite well. Uh, what do you have in this game? 11 points, 5 of 8, everything from inside. Abercrombie's getting a bit old. Rob Lowe, yeah, Rasmus Bark. It's a, it's a, geez, it's a pretty sorry team. Lamar Patterson came off the bench in this game. 
<laughs> Holy moly. Like they've got yeah, Jared Weeks. He can yeah, get hot Weeksy. from time to time. But, you know, their, their whole like team last year was pretty much Scotty Hobson mm. and, you know, him just putting up crazy games. And then, oh, you know, the breakers is, you know, maybe there. But that that team without like that one guy is just it's a it's a bit of a B league. Yeah, it's 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 hard. Now we'll probably go and lose against them. <laughs> Not putting touch touch wood. It's yeah, it's a bit it feels like a a team that, you know, maybe in two months might be Oh, no. the Breakers have put together four in a row. Can you believe it? After, you know, they've got no chance of making no. the finals, but they put together four in a row. Let's get excited, you know. It's pretty hard because they don't really have their home court advantage at all this season. Mm. And so they're just essentially an away team kind of, you know, floating in the wind. Mm. Um, Punching punch the clock and being like, yeah, let's, you know, wait till we yeah, let's, let's just, you know, get paid this year and have a job and then next year maybe they'll have um, – have a home team. Yeah, so we'll, we'll be in the build. Well, the Kings will be in the building for this game, so that that's good. It will be interesting to see how we react at home with the crowd. It'll be a pretty solid crowd, I think. I think people will be itching to get out there and support um, the team. Having you know, what are we four games on the road to start the season, or five games on the road to start the season? Uh, yeah, quite a few. Um, I think everyone's going to be chomping at the bit too, really in there, making it loud. It'll be interesting to see what the um, the the club, the franchise itself has in store like you'd want to think that the club's kind of going let's all get in there make it loud like get the atmosphere going you know get pumped up have Except people there will be no loud chanting and no singing oh really oh yeah because of covid <laughs> here i am just sitting here being like you know what this is great you know oh wait it's I'm pandemic whoops pr- pretty sure we'll all have to be masked up as well ah that's all right if you have to, do it, have to do it that's cool it's the, uh... i can i can still yell in my mask i still must voice i'm pretty sure i did something to my voice at that melbourne game when we beat him that was such a good night, though. Oh, God. And then that car drove past and just splashed the absolute balls out of me, man. That was brutal. Yeah, that was great. It was um, great. <laughs> I didn't care because we'd just beaten Melbourne. It was great. Yelling at Chris Goulding. Um, what about the Hawks? This Do you reckon they've kind of now hit a little bit of a stumbling block? Uh, and The gorge, man. The gorge. He's so don't good, get, man. Don't, don't, so don't good. write off the gorge. And how good was that meme I posted of Wolverine being like, oh, why can't we have him back? <laughs> He's so good. Uh, that team, I don't know, man. It's it's like well coached but inexperienced. If that makes sense. It's, yeah, it's well coached but inexperienced. But it is well coached, and that's that's where I think if it's a close game, we could be in a bit of trouble. Um, but if we played like the other night, I don't think we would have any trouble. We just got to play like that, you know. We got to put the right lineups on the floor, mm. um, score a lot of points. And, you know, there's there's a couple of guys on the team that can do that. And yeah, Jerome Martin was always struggling with fitness the first couple of games. He looks a lot fitter this last two games. Yeah, smoother. Uh, like, And if you take a lot of the defensive load off him, like he doesn't just blow out having to play defense. Yeah. Which I think he, he he's good, but he's not a, like a center. Like he's, you can't expect him to just bang down low the entire game yet play like a, a face-up scorer. At the same yeah. time, because um, yeah. he doesn't have that that explosive power to to rinse guys off the dribble and get to the hoop with like power, like a guy like Cam Oliver, where oh whoops, two steps to the rim, he's going to dunk all over you type of thing. He doesn't have that kind of power. I'm just looking at the guy, the um, Hawks as bigs. Ogilvy started the last game. Sam Froling's a bit like a like a discount DJ, like a bit of a like he's kind of a know. stretch four, really. Yeah, not really. I wouldn't call him a big. <laughs> 
He's, he's been playing set on power forward for him. Yeah. So he's kind of like a small big. He's, he's skilled though. And he actually has like an underrated kind of array of moves around the basket. Might be a little bit of a worry hunter. But I, I kind of like the matchup against Ogilvy and Froling for Hunter more than like some of the more elite bigs in the league. Like you're going into those games going, oh, Hunter. Oh. But in a game like against the Hawks or the Breakers, you kind of like, okay, I can handle Hunter. Like, you know, I think he's at that level where he's not, you know, banging it with the best bigs in the league and he can kind of give you a string of performances, which are pretty solid. Yep. Yeah, especially if he kind of doesn't take that, you know, I need to score roll on and just like, hey, I'm here to, you know, rim protect, grab boards and, you know, mm. take the take the uh, the shine off Martin. Yeah, so I'm just looking at this box score. Dinger Dell's back. He had 17 points in that loss. Uh, Bairstow had 15 points in that loss in 15 minutes. We forget that Cam Bairstow is ex-NBA. Yeah, like well, like well. The- he was drafted to the Bulls. Come yeah, on, let's, but, let's you know yeah. he went in at like thirty-two. Uh, I I was eligible for the draft. They didn't draft me, but you know. But you know what I mean. Like it's like that. Like it's not like whoa, man. Josh Green, he's you know struggling to make that Dallas lineup. Like it's kind of like Besto was a bit of a. He, didn't he really wasn't do that a, much. He, he was theoretical draft pick, but he was no. He was drafted. Let's let's be. Real. <laughs> he's, he's me trying to play it down. Probably come out and have like twenty-eight and twelve. Just yeah, totally man. destroyed. He's a, he's a solid player. I do mm. rate him, especially in this league. Um, good savvy vet, and yeah, d- you don't don't sleep on Dengadell, man. When he was playing yeah. the Raptors nine oh five, he was elite. He was he's someone I'm more like worried about. Like he's kind of more got the power and the the downhill explosiveness to kind of exploit and can, sc- and can score when in in bunches. Um, then hasn't had a lot of game time over the last year or two. And is is it? I mean, he played for Cleveland and kind of just stood in the corner and looked. Look like a basketball player for about thirty games, but he did get a contract with the Cavs, so there is there is talent there, and you know could potentially head back over there at some time in the not too distant future. So be wary of the Hawks. Yeah, um, just to back up my uh, trash talking, Cam Besto played a total of one hundred sixty seven minutes in the NBA in two yeah, seasons. Man. So is that is that ex NBA really? Well, is it? I mean, he he was drafted. I think yeah. I'd be happier to call um, Dengadel ex NBA. Dengadel is ex NBA. Um, however, Dengadel was not drafted. He was went as undrafted. Mm, Ken Bester was technically contract. drafted. He was Dengadel. Was where did he come from? Was it um, Adelaide? No, no, no. He was college and went. Um, oh, yeah, did go to college? Why am I mixing that up? I'm Deng misdiagnosis. Damn. Speak nah, that's I don't know. For some reason, I thought he was playing in the NBL. Um, no, speaking no, of which, no. we're having Vodanovic misdiagnoses, man. On DJ, oh, man, they were terrible. Like, there was, there's been three of them. I'm sure there's been three of them where um, he's called DJ um, Vodanovic, and I was like, whoa, whoa, man. One has a CH and one has a C, dude. Like, get it right. <laughs> it's just that's bad, man. But yeah, it was it was almost as bad as the Deng misdiagnosis when we had Deng Akuth and Deng Deng. They call like they would be all over the place. There'd be Dengs flying everywhere. <laughs> Nobody would know what was going on. Um. So yeah, I think that's it for this episode. A great bounce back win. <laughs> win. Um. I think I'm quietly happier about this team going forward now than I was last week. I was more in an acceptance mode. Like yeah, we we are pretty crap. And you just kind of got to accept that this might be a down year. Oh, but now I'm like, yeah. mm, I'm seeing a few shoots of like, if we can like get some players back and. Uh. Um, yeah, I think it would be good when Kick It comes back. I think mm. it gives us that, you know, 
savvy vet experience and can you know shoot 50 40 90 um and, and play a little bit down low um that could give us scoring options in lineups where Jordan Hunter's not on the floor. And I think that's really what, I think this is what it really needs to be is that Jordan Martin plays power forward. And that's, that's a lock. And we kind of rotate that center position between Hunter um, or, or kick it when he gets back. So mm. that would be very much valuable. And he's only a week away. I think, I think he'll be down for the rotation or the cup thing where you can win a, you know, each team can win a free Macca's, for a week. Yeah, speaking of, didn't uh, Jarrell give away burgers in this game? He did, yes. <laughs> HJs. Oh, man. Um, burger, have you guys heard of Burger King? Uh, I've been watching Silicon Valley. It just reminds me of giving away burgers in the NBL. <laughs> All of these breadings have sesame seeds. Um, so as always, we're going to wrap it up there. As always, like, share, and subscribe on Facebook, on YouTube. Uh, you can listen to us in audio form on Podcast Addict. Yeah, no, sorry, not Podcast Addict. On Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. I just checked. We are on Spotify. And we are on Spotify too. So if you're on Spotify, you want to listen to us, make sure you head over there if that's your preferred platform. If you want to put want us to put us on put it on a platform, let us know. Send us a, uh, a message or send us a a uh, post on any of our posts and as always yeah the three to one mvp as well get in on that um we are now going to do a boomers wrap up uh so if anyone's into the nba and has a spare half an hour to hear us talk about the nba uh we do aussies taking over the nba so make sure you give them a look on facebook and on youtube we'll be there to talk about the boom upcoming boomer squad we're going there right now to do it uh and as always we will see you guys next time on the king's dime